Welcome to Beggar's Bread, a podcast where we invite Christians and truth seekers to engage with thoughtful resources in an age of disinformation. Our name is inspired from a quote by D.T. Niles. Evangelism is just one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. Each week, we recommend a source for you, either a sermon, podcast, or video. This week, we bring you Hope Misunderstood. And with that, of course, this is Luke in Wisconsin, and I'm here with Nick in North Carolina. How's it going, Nick? Oh, I'm tired, but, you know, that's kind of, this, you know, it's just, you know. <laughs> it's just, you know. It reminds me of, I wish I remember the the meme page that did this, but I actually have a watercolor version of this that my sister made. Are Shout out the to goat? Emily. Or no. Yes. The fish. It's the goat. So, no, well, the fish is good too. That's not in the case of this. I'm not drowning in fish burdens. But <laughs> for this picture that I'm actually currently staring at, it, and I quote, it says, The goat, he screams like a man. I'm so tired. I'm so tired all the time. <laughs> and that's it. And it's just a picture of a goat, like on a field. And then there's a long shot, like where it's panned Zoomed out. out. Yeah. yeah, it's just zoomed out, and he's like a tiny little speck, and he just says, I'm so tired all the time. And I think that speaks dearly and viscously to the human condition, and I definitely viscous. used that word wrong. <laughs> I think you totally made that up. Or that, that no, viscous is a word, as I yeah, found out is. with Chris Easley's How to Be a Bad Christian. Plug that bonus episode from Oh, August. that's good. Yeah, a couple months ago, which I mean, yeah. we recorded it last week. But Even though we literally recorded it, yeah, like no, no one knows two, that. a few days ago. That's a secret. They don't. Yeah, don't tell anyone. they just found out. Yeah. But don't worry. As a, as a side note, though, I did actually know the word viscous, and nevertheless i still used it wrong in that sentence <laughs> i think it was a noble effort <laughs> from Better a sleep than... deprived man or goat right. or whatever you want to call me hey right well, speaking of the goat though segue kendrick oh, lamar i see what you did there yeah it was kendrick all lamar. on purpose um that was very good um <laughs> so yep this week we're recommending a podcast episode from the podcast dissect uh specifically we're, re- we're recommending season five episode one and the title is kendrick lamar colon damn uh not the word colon but the actual grammatical device with the two dots for anyway. a second i was wondering i was like are you recommending the same thing that i'm recommending <laughs> <laughs> i paused a little bit long that was a little bit too long we're recommending let me try once more Season 5, Episode 1, Kendrick Lamar, Damn, by the podcast, Dissect. How's that? Was that good? Much better. Okay, that's Less good. Less colon, more damn. More. Wonderful. Less <laughs> colon, more damn. Oh, we should have made... Hey, I gotta that say That could have been a weird, a really inappropriate pun, but I didn't say it. It could be. Uh, actually, you know what? Never mind. Moving on. So, this... Speaking of podcast names... I, I know normally I say the bonus episode at the end of the episode. Like, I'm like, and for Patreon supporters, check out this episode this month. And, uh, you know, that's always good at the end because it's like, oh, yeah, do that. But I'm just going to bring it up now because Nick named it, and I think it's great. So, I think. After much debate, 
internal internal debate. There was inter- there was memos that we sent back and forth to each other, i.e. we're like, uh, is that is that giving it away or I don't remember what it was all said, but we, we uh, brought up his mustache at one point. Oh yeah, I said I like his mustache. I don't want to desecrate it. <laughs> then I was like, we should just name it that. I like his mustache. But then it was like, no, 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 we're not doing that. Again, um, too much connotation. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that mustache liking, but that's not what we're doing. Instead, <laughs> we've got Ryan Gosling wears a sweater. So uh, let me try it once more. For our bonus episode, we have Ryan Gosling wears a sweater. So, <laughs> so, um, anyway, I, I really hope that specifically my mom, if she's listening to this, gets what I mean by that title. If she doesn't, then I I think I need to quit. I need to quit on titles. Oh uh, no, I think it's great. And then also, I only if- contribute a few. I only contribute a few each season, you know. So like, I gotta make them count. I like it. I think maybe you should. Uh, we'll have an internal memo about like, hey, Nick should make more podcast titles because they're just they're great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all about sweaters. All about sweaters. But all that is top secret information, so nobody knows that. So uh, anyway, if you're a Patreon supporter, thank you so much. If you're not just support us just two dollars a month or five if you're feeling generous extra generous um you get a sticker or you know maybe i'll just give you free merch at this point you know <laughs> i don't know i don't know how we're gonna get that to you depending on who you are so that's nick's promise i'm not promising that <laughs> <laughs> this is a rough i'll make a way <laughs> i know the post office or at least i know where it is this is so good um <laughs> okay let's talk about the kendrick lamar um speaking of the goat uh so for some some of our audience may be like yeah i know what that means of course the goat greatest of all time and other people will probably be like what are you talking about um i will say actually just be very straightforward i have not listened much kendrick lamar but as i've listened to this podcast and listened to his music i'm like wow this is very profound and i understand a little bit more of why uh this podcast or the the album damn was awarded a pulitzer prize and i'm i'm not nearly as profound as this guy that does the podcast dissect but it is very good and actually before you know let's just go ahead since we gave the title of the bonus episode right away let's do our co-listener right away because it's great (laughs) we're just gonna invert everything everything in fact at the end of the uh, never mind uh i was like we're gonna say (laughs) one where you're going with that uh so, uh, you know, it'd be, uh, anyway, so we got Spencer in Illinois gave this co-listener review. Thank you so much, Spencer. Um, and he says rap very often seems to be misunderstood by evangelical Christians. People are put off by language that on its surface seems vulgar. Kendrick Lamar won hip hop's first and only Pulitzer prize for the album. Damn the podcast dissect seeks to explain the work of many important albums that people listen to all the time. Damn is a theological, musical, lyrical, and poetic masterpiece. This podcast explores and seeks to make plain the depth of the beautifully complicated piece of art. From in-depth understandings of how this album is a retelling of Jonah to breaking down lines and ascribing them meaning, this podcast goes deep, and this first episode is a great place to start. Well, thank you for that, Spencer. And honestly, I was just like, hey, this is a great summary. This is fantastic. So let's start with that. 
So as you may have gathered, if you're like, I don't know who Kendrick Lamar is. I don't know what damn is. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is a rapper. He wrote and produced or whatever the word is, performed an album, damn, recorded it. It's out there. You can listen to it. It's been out there for a little while. And it starts off, I don't remember the exact lines, but I know you were talking about it before we started recording, Nick. Uh, do you remember that dichotomy that's set up in the beginning? Yeah, it's set up and it frames the entire album. And you've actually listened to more episodes for this um, dissect true. resource because what we're recommending is actually only the first episode in a whole season of Kendrick Lamar's damn album. And so it's actually kind of neat that they go through the entire, like each song through the season and kind of like dissect everything as per, you know, the podcast title. Um, but I know for this particular resource, they were talking about how the album begins with a question, right? And so the question is, is it wickedness or weakness? And that theme pervades throughout. And it's just really a really profound dichotomy to kind of like consider as you're listening to the album and resonate with. Um, And they do go into like a lot of heavier topics right throughout it and how like this theme again in each song like pops up. Absolutely. And also, just, I forgot to say this, but now I remembered. Um, this album, in some ways, is a response to how previous works by Kendrick Lamar had been received. Um, specifically, his song, All Right, and how it became, during a lot of protests, it was kind of a rallying cry. And this podcast episode gets into that, so it, it definitely gives a better overview than I can give. But, hey, let's go ahead and just share it. And it talks about specifically, we don't have to get too sidetracked by this because it's almost like, do you want the this work of art to be framed by critics who aren't very thoughtful? But also, like, that's kind of what we're talking about in this episode. Um, basically, in Fox News, there's this quote that a gentleman a commentator had said um, in response to the song All Right that Kendrick Lamar had. There's a line in it. That's basically talking about how um, getting shot dead in the streets. And I don't remember the rest of the line, but um, basically by the police. He actually uses the line from like the critique, right? In that what they're saying about him is that rap music has been more damaging to young African-American men than anything else. And so there's major pushback from this album with regard to that statement that was very prominently made on national television. And also like, yes, you, you just said it perfectly. Thanks for (laughs) correcting or just bringing that forward. Like (laughs) he's in an interview later, Kendrick Lamar is talking about how this song was supposed to be a, a song of hope, like all right. And it was twisted to be a song of hate. And, it's just it's like if you if you take anything that's like literature or in this case you know lyrics and if you just rip it out of context and then you're just like oh look how bad this line is it's like okay um were you were you taking into context the whole song or the like the context of the song and i've honestly i think the best word i can use is i've just been humbled by 
how intricate the lyrics are from Kendrick Lamar. As I've like listened to a lot of this, as Nick said, I listened to a lot of the season five. Um, I'm just blown away by how much, as Spencer from our co-listener says, theological, musical, lyrical, and poetic masterpiece. Like he's he's saying. Uh, just profound messages that are interwoven into the lyrics. And if you just listen to it on the surface and you don't have context, it's kind of like, oh, what is this even talking about? Um, but if you actually get into the, the context of Kendrick Lamar's personal life, of happenings in the culture, if you look at the theology and, you know, again, that reference to Jonah, um, just I, I feel like I can't even do this this justice as I've, listen to a lot of the season mm-hmm. well yeah because i mean like this podcast does a really good job in showing the beginnings like if you understand the con like you said before that context in which kendrick lamar is growing up and crafting and creating his style and his way of just creating music right the themes tend to resonate very similarly together but then like as you were as we were talking about before there was like that departure that occurred in 2015 um but still like you even find like in the earlier stuff and that's why i really enjoyed this particular episode of the podcast right because they talk about his earlier stuff and the christian spirituality that runs rampant throughout it right and i mean like they even really honed in on one particular song right um and i think it's from the Kendrick Lamar EP. So this is when he actually, I can't remember what he was called before, but <laughs> he like got big with one name and then he did a transition over to Kendrick Lamar. And so this is from the Kendrick Lamar EP and the song is faith. And so basically like within this song, like there's really prevalent themes of like when tragedy strikes various people throughout um, distinct lines in the song lose their faith and so these multiple stories kind of culminate and then what ends up happening at the end though is that there's this universal message that kind of suggests that suffering is the predominant way that god tests his people and so testing the podcaster did a really good job in defining what they're talking about here when they mean by testing right and so in that ancient context it means to purify like metals through fire so what the connotation is is that Kendrick is believing that God seeks to comfort humans in the midst of their pain and then forming them into better vessels for God. And so that like just that one song that the podcaster is explaining is just such a profound like understanding of where Kendrick Lamar is coming from and how he views like even just suffering, right? So, I don't know. I guess I like suffering. <laughs> I guess I like to, like, learn about suffering and how people frame it, especially, like, within the Christian context, right? Because, like, that is such an integral part. And we've talked about it before. But um, I did just have to say I like suffering because we talked about it before, and it was kind of funny at the time. And now yeah. it might be more cringy. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely uh, count me out of liking suffering. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. the way God can often redeem suffering and be with us in it. Um, but no, it was pretty funny beforehand because you're just like, I like suffering. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's no context. So now like now that there's context, I'm like, 
it doesn't sound as funny. I lost the <laughs> the punchline, but that's yeah, okay. I, we can be in the cringe together. It's all right. Um, I do. I do think it's just worth. I don't know. Not not being on a soapbox or anything, but um, well, here we go. I do think when it comes to uh, when it comes to rap music, I think, and people like Spencer said in the co-listening, he said people are put off by language that on its surface seems vulgar. Like when people talk about swearing or cussing, I do think it is very contextual for what, where you live, like what swearing means, what it doesn't mean. Um, You know, like in certain circles, uh, it can just reflect like, oh, your character is like significantly flawed. And in other circles, it's like, oh, whatever. Like, it's just like how I speak. Like, this is just our vernacular. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I I understand where people, they may be thinking, oh, but it's important not to swear because, you know, it's you're exercising self-control. So, OK, I understand that. I'm not. I, I don't think it's wrong to strive for self-control and to seek to, you know, let our language be honoring to others. I think that's great. But I guess what I would try and say as clearly, but hopefully gently, but hopefully also very clear is like, give it a try. Give it a try listening to this podcast. Not saying give it a try, like go out and swear. <laughs> I mean, you can, if you want, like whatever, but uh, you didn't hear me say that. That's not what I'm trying to say. Um, That'd be a funny recommendation. I listened to this Christian podcast. They were like, go and cuss people out. Um, <laughs> so. That is our nuanced recommendation. We're recommending resources. Swear words. Use them. No. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Uh, but okay, here's the thing. Like, I almost like don't want to talk about it because I feel like it's a distraction. And I, I actually think that's the point of the co-listening Spencer saying on the surface, it seems vulgar, like on a surface level, mm, if that's yeah. what you're interacting with when it comes to other genres of music, it's just not, you're not really engaging with it. Like, no, you're missing the poetry, right? Cause I mean, like, as we talked about last week, how, important it is to understand that context right and so like the people from afghanistan they know ancient persian literature and ancient persian poetry right and they understand the context in that and so if you're just actually consuming that without understanding that context then you're not going to really get it and like that goes the same with the bible too i mean like people pull the psalms out of context all the time and they're not viewing it in the same way as maybe perhaps ancient Israel did but that's a side note um I think it's just really interesting how within rap and specifically within like Kendrick Lamar's case right um there's this pervasive theme of if you keep talking about the stereotypical things found in rap and these like vices um this cursed cycle within society um will continue or is exacerbated right and so like what his content does is actually it's subverting those themes that are oftentimes present and actually there's a really interesting ted talk by lecrae about the kind of content of rap songs and how it's propagated by not necessarily like it's kind of a self-perpetuating 
cycle through the production companies because there's a desire for it. Oh, sure. You're talking about like a market demand, like. Yeah, there's a market demand and it's coming from like not even necessarily the same communities that these people that are creating the songs are coming from, actually. That's a good point. I mean, like it's it's fascinating to look at the reception of Kendrick Lamar. Oh, boy. I okay. I I don't. Again, I I have very limited understanding because I haven't listened to a lot of rap, to be honest. Um, but I think just, okay, let me put it this way. Growing up in a public school, you know, very predominantly, um, white, mostly rural place, which is great. I loved my public schools, very grateful for it and the experience. Um, you know, if someone was like bumping rap, they're like, oh, let's, let's bump up the rap music while we're, you know, in the gym exercising or whatever. It wasn't like Kendrick Lamar with these very intricate, um, themes thinking about oh how can we be thoughtful about what our what our cultures like both the self-reflection that Kendrick Lamar is exhibiting and also interacting with the critiques that he's received you know he's, he's right. doing both in this really magnificent way it, the rap music that we were listening to is mostly like just like oh let's go and <laughs> honestly either do acts of violence or like revenge on people or and, you know, it's all set to very catchy music, so sometimes it's like, oh, this is great. I, I love this catchy music. Oh, I guess that lyric is uh, it's probably not very good, but uh, it's fun music to listen to. And it's like it's like uh, when people criticize any culture. You know, if someone's, like, talking about, I don't know, country music, people are like, oh, it's all just tractors and sex and beer. And then it's like, no, you, you haven't listened to country music in its entirety. And I'm not even, okay, just, I'm not even like a big country music person, but I've listened to it enough to know that it's not all the same and that you can appreciate more about like the stories behind the songs if you listen to them, if you're open to that. And so I think it's a similar thing. It's like, hey, when you're interacting with a different genre, give it a try. Give it a try listening to it. But anyway, I'm not saying you should like country music or you should like rap. I'm just saying as far as learning and listening to others, it's a great opportunity to look past those those surface level distractions. Yeah. And as somebody that does really like poetry, although I don't necessarily read as much of it as I should, I definitely enjoy writing it. Um, I do resonate with those rappers and those other artists that are able to convey messages lyrically in a way that is nuanced, right? As we talk about again so much. Um, and even again, going back to that episode, right? Um, there's a song that occurs before that album that the majority of the podcast is talking about, right? Cause they're setting up to get to that within the podcast episode. Um, it's called Keisha's song. And so within that song itself, it's literally attempting to educate others about the cyclic tragedy. So that might be put to an end. So like, he's like saying this to his younger sister, as like kind of a message or a cautionary tale about what it means when somebody loses hope. Right. No, that's really good. I mean, I, yeah, I have so much more to learn, but I, I love it. The, the little learning I, I have started, it's been good. Um, 
and I've heard. I mean, I know we're not talking about propaganda in this episode, but I know prop. some of his music. Yeah, prop. You know, uh, call back to season four, final final uh, episode. But uh, I know one of his songs. I don't know the title of it, but he just talks about how I like I ain't give up on you yet, and he says sometimes my own community really frustrates me. Sometimes you know America really frustrates me, but basically like I'm I'm not giving up on you yet, and like that's such a different message than like a a stereotypical understanding of rap um, from like an outsider. It's just like oh, rap's all about shooting people and having sex, and it's like well yeah, no, or it's like right. damaging to young African American men. <laughs> Yeah, that, okay, that, yeah, and I don't really want to, in a way, it's like, I don't really want to talk about the the comments offered by the the critic um, for Fox News, because it's like, also seems kind of a distraction, but I think it's it's emblematic of that sort of just total disregard for some very thoughtful work. It's like, this is not, like this is not representative of the actual work and like the statement that he made about rap being more or hip hop. I don't know if he said rap or hip hop being more damaging than racism is like, dude, like, first of all, like, what does that even mean? And second of all, I know like that. I don't, I don't think so. Um, not historically. No, I, don't, I would not think so. Especially if you consider how like some of that, like that specific type of rap that he's talking about, came about as a result of like police brutality in the 80s like that's where nwa comes from that's where some of the other people come from that are talking about like justice and then some of the also more problematic elements of rap come from that like strain as well right but ultimately like if you don't understand your history and maybe the lack of a parallel between you know the horrors of racism and the horrors of rap music (laughs) Um, might need a little bit of a reality check for a sec. Yeah, and I mean, I I think it's good just to say too, like it's okay to critique rap. I think that as we're saying, Kendrick Lamar is doing this propaganda. Props doing that. You know, that's that. Yeah, Akala's doing this. A British rapper. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't think there's any problem with critiquing or self reflection or anything like that or saying oh, I, I think there may be some cultural problems in the black community or whatever, in any community. Like, it's not like people are above any sort of evaluation. It's just that this sort of pitting it against, like, ah, this is more damaging than racism. It's like, okay, let's uh, let's kind of dial back a little bit. <laughs> let's think about what we're saying here. Um, so anyway, I don't know. Maybe, perhaps, maybe you're sitting there going, Luke, you're, you're kind of dismissing this. Um, so perhaps I am. I'd love to hear your thoughts if you think I'm dismissing it uh, too too quickly. But yeah, I think I think Nick's provides some great context where, anyway, I'm getting distracted by it. But yeah. I am more than willing to recommend a variety of rappers that provide very nuanced content that speak to our culture today that's good i got stuff (laughs) no this is good and maybe we can do some more in the future as well um so (laughs) any any closing thoughts before we go i feel like we've really gone in a lot of different directions in this episode it's pretty good i i think this is gonna be a good episode 
Um, shout out to Prop. Maybe he'll listen to this one. I know he retweeted us for our last season. That was kind of cool. That was kind of a big deal. We were like, wow, this is so great. Um, when we were talking about his his podcast with his wife and the episode, The Journey Continues. But other than that, yeah, stay stay tuned for more rap music recommendations, more possible recommendations of podcasts talking about rap music. Um, maybe we'll get a college book in there at some point because, surprise, rappers come out with really thoughtful books about things in the world. There's actually, I think Prop has a book as well. So, like, maybe, you know, we might have some other stuff to look into. Ooh. Excellent. Well, on that note, um, that's also, you know, you don't even have to wait for us to recommend it. You can, you can read it now. Um, there are many books to read. Uh, next week. Yeah, I feel that. Before, before I forget, uh, we've got that. Well, you already know Ryan Gosling wears a sweater. Don't forget. That's a bonus episode. If you're not a Patreon supporter, we'd love to have you. Love to get that bonus material to you. Uh, for next week's episode, we bring you Perpetual Foreigners and Other Lies. We'll see you next week.